Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely, horrible, nasty, cursed video games ideas from all over the internet and turn them into the next AAA title. I'm your A- I'm your AJ Hart, your host, AJ. I am- <laughs> and I am your Blake Rea, your other host. Hello, everybody, and welcome. How you feeling today? It's feeling pretty good. We got a nice casual Sunday going on, and we're recording on Super Bowl Day. AJ, I haven't watched the Super Bowl in three years, so this is like it's the just big a regular game, it's just baby. a regular Sunday to me. <laughs> it's the big game day. It is like a normal Sunday, except for one big difference, and that's that you know on Twitter.com, I'm now going to see a bunch of people tweeting about Super Bowl ads. Oh, God, oh, we're going to have right. Super Bowl ads during a panty. Oh, these are going to suck, aren't they, during, bud? During a panty? Is that literally... During a panty. You know, during a pepperoni, during a pan slammerama, during See, a I, panty, pajama jam, panty, no, during panty a panty doesn't pan-jamin. sound very good, because that, that's, that's dangerously close to panty. I'm just trying to make it a little bit more flirty, you know. Oh, a little more. A little, oh, no, AJ, a little AJ, AJ, AJ. If you were ever to hit on somebody Wink. and include that in your hit on, you would just be, you would be shown the door almost immediately. D- uh, who's performing this year? It's it's uh, what's his name, right? The guy who did Blinding Lights. How long must we continue to suffer until Hatsune Miku does a Super Bowl halftime show? Uh, until the. Uh, Till the mass majority of America knows who Hatsune Miku is. I feel like only people... I think we're getting really close to that. Hatsune was at Coachella, is what I'm saying. Miku was at Coachella. I don't know how much of our generation watches football, though, AJ. I feel like football and like most sports it's like you think they do the halftime show for football watchers i'm sorry you think that the weekend is performing at the halftime for the football watchers you think that they had lmfao at the halftime for the football watchers lmfao as the fucking halftime yeah but i believe it was the same time i believe it was when lady gaga did the halftime show you think they had Katy perry do the halftime show for the football watchers yeah because my dad's a Big weekend I head. What fee- are you talking about? I feel about? like American pop is more well known than a Japanese AI pop artist. Like I don't. Okay, I don't so think then we those just are need good to wait until Megan The Stallion does a collab with Miku. Oh God! Wait, who's the guy that just? Because <laughs> he's just uh, he's been on my feed nonstop this whole Twitter. Did you hear about the guy who got the twenty-four million dollar diamond put in his head? like vision from Mar- you haven't heard about this oh my god no okay. what are you talking okay, about so there's this rapper i don't remember their name but they got a 24 million dollar pink diamond surgically implanted in their forehead and to look like marvel's vision and i'm picturing Hell i'm picturing yeah. that guy doing a collab with hatsude miku because that's that name's really hot right now uh-huh <laughs> What artist do you know of that does music and could name do you think would be most likely to do a collaboration with Miku? And before you say some like deep cut, I mean like somebody that would get radio play. I'm I'm asking you, who do you think it would take and who do you think is most likely you know, to bring Hatsune Miku to the Super Bowl? You know Bowl? who I feel like would just because I, there's two people I'm thinking of. One, because it logically makes sense and the other one because it would just be... I feel like they're experimental like that. I feel Metallica, like a Metallica X Hatsune Miku collab just feels right to me. But then also <laughs> like, I feel like Daft Punk would be the first person to sign yes on that. Just do a whole, cause, cause they do like, they, they, it's, they're not. Vocal. I hate to be the one to break it to you, Blake Graham, but Daft Punk and Metallica are never getting another Super Bowl show. Can you try what it one more time about? for the, me, the Fucking Daft Punk, when they released an album six years ago. Won Has not released an album yet in six <laughs> years at least. Hey dude, I think it's worse. Really quick. Why don't you go ahead and Google when their last album was. It was, was. like, tw- uh, Random Access Memories, I believe was, oh. Hey, AJ, I hate to break it to you, but my mouse... Random Access Memories was 2011, wasn't it? I I couldn't tell you. My mouse literally died as I was moving it. So (laughs) I have no access to my computer at this moment anymore. So, yeah, it could could very well have been at uh, at 2011. No, I'm going to go ahead and hurt us both with this. Daft Punk's last album was... Wasn't it Tron Legacy when that came out? 
Or was Tron Legacy before yeah. Random Access Memory? 20, their Wikipedia article says 2011 to 2015 Random Access Memories, but that album dropped in 2011. It is almost, it is 10 years old. Jesus. It's a 10-year-old Dude, album. that album still fucking kicks it, though. That, that solo where they have Johnny Yeah, but Jojo. they're not going to ride that to the Super Bowl, dude. I want to know who's going to get Miku to the Super Bowl. If you don't have an answer for that, just admit it to me. Don't be like, oh, Metallica. Well, no, okay. Oh, the band that no, my dad no, no, listened no, to okay, could totally no, no, get no, no, Miku no, no, out AJ, there. No, AJ, no, 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 no. You got you to gotta look at it from my perspective here. Nobody just fucking drops a new track at the Super Bowl. This would be under the assumption that Daft Punk makes a collab album with Miku Hatsune, and then that album goes fucking viral, and that's what leads them to the, to the, the Super Bowl. I'm not saying they would just come out of the wood work that's not that's not at all what i was saying like same thing with metallica what was the last You're time saying Met- that if daft punk revealed the a third member of their group and it was hatsune miku oh my fucking that God. would how reinvigorate cool. their career how and bring cool them to the super bowl be? how cool would that be actually because you know well because no picture it picture it like it's it, they just release an album and they call it vocal or something like that and they're just like doing their tour and it's just that the two of those beat boot boys on stage doing their thing and then slowly like glass panes like rise up from the stage and you just see every single vocaloid like every major vocaloid that has existed and they just start doing like fucking they're like live mixing their vocals their digital vocals on stage how fucking cool would that be how that would just that would be be so fucking rad and i don't know like i feel like any french disco electronic artist because you have stuff like breakbot or um God, I'm blinking on the rest of my French digital people. But they're like a lot of that shit's experimental. Like the digital the the DJ electronic scene in France is fucking awesome. And it wouldn't surprise me that they've already know Hatsune Miku. Like I I told I don't doubt that at all. But Hey Blake, I have a gun to your head right now. Watch out. Name me the two football teams that are in the Super Bowl. Uh the Los Angeles Lakers and the Boston Red Sox. Uh- is that good? I regret to inform <laughs> you that you're super wrong. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I don't here, fucking watch your, football. I'll, you, I'll tell you this you think much. I, you think uh, I do sports? I see that one of these bands here is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So gun to your head. If you could tell me where Tampa Bay Buccaneers are from, Ta- what state that Tampa is. Tampa Bay? <laughs> Tampa Bay is not a state. Uh, uh, I, there's a Tampa near my house, so I would say Los Angeles. <laughs> Hey, Blake, can you name all the states that you can from America? No, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know there's other states, right? We just... You're tell- I don't you're tell- think that California has a professional football team. Uh, I, uh, dude, dude, you're asking me the, the all the wrong questions. All the questions. <laughs> Like I have no answers for any of these, dude. <laughs> All right, we've been we've been sh- we've been, we've been fucking around for nine minutes. Let's get to this podcast. AJ, you got a submission for me? Yeah, or let's go ahead and do a podcast. Of course, yeah. I have a submission, and I have a submission. Okay. It's very germane to our perf- our current plight. Oh no! This comes from Joe. Thank God it's Friday. Langua. Black Lives Matter at the Giuseppe Gridball. A Gears of War spinoff. You can unlock playing as Cole back in his glory days. <laughs> it was called Gridball, right? Anyway, this would be stupid. You know, you, you of course, played Gears of War. You understand that one of the characters from the hit Gears of War franchise, his whole backstory was that he was Cole McGrath, also known as, known as the Coltrane, baby. Woo-woo! <laughs> and he did football. He- but it was like... It was like cyberpunk, steampunk, dystopia football called Gridball. Really? I thought it was just normal-ass football. I didn't know that there was like an actual like original game in that series. Because I remember... Well, we're about to make we're about to make it. Okay. So he, here's the thing: we know here's what we know about Gridball mm-hmm. from um, our, of course, advanced knowledge of the Gears of War lore. Coltrane runs on Holgrain, baby, woo-woo. So and we know that that's like Coltrane, Coltrane rolls, runs on Holgrain. We know that like it's a big sport. We know that it's like very, very high octane, very intense, and yeah, because nothing cereal scre- nothing, nothing screams uh, adrenaline pumping like Holgrain wheat cereal. Like I nothing, nothing screams nothing, adrenaline <laughs> like getting your face on a Wheaties box. I, bro, I, have you ever eaten Wheaties? Has any cool person ever eaten Wheaties? I don't think so. 
<laughs> you saying shock wouldn't eat Wheaties? No, because every time I think of, like, okay, here's the thing. Every time I, this is a little side tangent. Anytime I think of, like, cereal that doesn't include some sort of sweetener or some other shit, I always get a flashback <laughs> to that. You know, like, you know the reason Kellogg's was created, right? Kellogg's, like, cornflakes. <laughs> yeah. If, if yeah. nobody knows why that <laughs> yes. was recreated, go look it up. Have yourself a laugh. But every time I hear of Wheaties, I think it's probably created because of the same bullshit, right? Just because, like... <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me that Wheaties put sportsmen's on the box to keep people from jerking yeah. it? <laughs> no, it's probably not jerking it. They already got that covered with cornflakes. Like, that stopped the whole jerk group. oh yeah yeah I'm thinking, course, i don't know it's course. like when did wheaties come out like the 70s what was really big at that time uh d and d so they were thinking every kid's gonna become a satanist we gotta come up with this cereal to anti-satan not kids so that's what i think wheaties is the jock cereal to keep kids from being nerds <laughs> <laughs> so but every time okay so I uh, going going back to the game of gridball. Like that's all the it, Okay, we also know that we also know that gridball isn't an inside sport because there's a gridball arena game uh map in Gears of War 3. Mm-hmm. Um also between I remember there being obstacles that you could take cover behind, but I don't recall whether or not that was a sports thing or if that was a d- arena being half destroyed thing. Do you recall? Perhaps? I don't um I don't know what the like the tactics was. Okay. You haven't played Blood Bowl, right? Or, like, played any of the video games for Blood Bowl? No, but I know what Blood Bowl is. It's football with murder. Uh, yeah. I mean, It's football, but the players are allowed to bring a knife onto the field. That's what Blood Bowl is. For those that don't know Blood Bowl, that's, like, uh, Warhammer's, like, fantasy football series. But, like, it's, like, full contact. Like, you can like shoot people and like and 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 beat the shit out of them. Um it's very very fun. It's a very fun board game. But I'm wondering if you could take some sort of approach like that where uh, I think I think we ha- the whole thing has to be powered by Cole's quotes, right? Cuz he says the pain train. So that that tells me that there is a move that you can do. So like maybe there this is some sort of game like I'm just gonna steal from uh fucking what's it called from uh Warhammer uh dire dire chasm or a pot uh, fuck whatever it's called, um it's a deck building game slash football game. So like you build out your deck and your deck is made of certain moves. So like Cole has his signature move is the pain train. Uh then like say hey uh Cole's running low on health. Guess what? Turns out you have a card in your hand called Whole Grain Baby. Whole Grain. <laughs> whole Grain. What was the whole quote again? Power. Coltrane runs on whole game, baby. And that's all that whole quote is on the card. So like if you, you pop that card onto the field, then basically your character gets a little bit of health back and can continue their sort of thing. So I'm wondering if you could do some sort of like, I'm trying to, not do Blood Bowl, but trying Blake, to do Blood Bowl. how much experience do you have with football games? I, none, dude. You think I, I... Bro, I, I don't okay. like sports, man. Like, nothing against people no, that no, did no, sports, but like, I did baseball for 10 years, and I'm like, I've had my fill. Me and my knees have had their fill. I'm good now. <laughs> okay. All right, ask me, because I have a good answer All right, AJ, uh, wh- what do you mean, what question? Hey, AJ, what do you know about pro football? What do you know about the foosball? No, 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 no. Ask me what I know. Ask me what I know about sp- football. Ask, ask me what I um. Ask me what I football. F- ask me, ask me what I know about football games. All right, totally unprompted. Video. Sorry, wait, wait, wait. I fucked it up. Ask me what I know about football video games. There we go. All right, all right, AJ. Totally unprompted. What do you know about uh foosball uh, video games? So, uh, I played exactly three matches of a football video game, and it was because, hold on, wait, this the bit gets better. And this is because one of them had what was referred to as mascot mode, where all of the players oh. were replaced with mascots from their teams. So, you just had a bunch of people running around with really, really big heads. So, I played a couple of matches of that while I was hanging out with my friends in high school. But here's what I do know about the football games. When you have to, because you have to control like 20, like 12 people all on the field at the same time. So when every, before every play, it like throws up a bunch of different maneuvers that your players will all do. <laughs> now, I, again, don't remember whether or not the football or grid ball had actual platforms that you could take cover behind or not. But I'm going to say that you could. I'm going to say that when you are given... We're going to play it like a normal football video game uh, for every uh, round, set, down. Mm-hmm, What's mm-hmm. it called when you start a football thing? I know they're called four like four downs, but... Yeah, I, I believe like- they're... D- 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 well, there's like... 
I'm just going to totally make assumptions here. There's the quarter, and then within the quarter, there are downs. There's first down, second down, third down, fourth down. I played high school in football, so I do know most of these terminologies for the record. I just really can't. Anyway, so when you go in for every down, for every um, time you would hike the ball, you get given all of the little plays that you could do. But I think Mm -hmm. on top of the plays, you can also select... Ter- like a uh, zone setups for let's mm-hmm. say the next four or five yards. This mm-hmm. means that when you set your play, when you are about to do your offense, you know what the world is going to look like for mm, five or six, mm-hmm. six seconds. So mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know what path you want to take with the ball. Once you get the ball, like, because we all know the most boring part about football is when they get the ball and they just start running with it. Like whatever, you're just going to go straight. <laughs> idiot. Anyone okay. can run straight. The hard part's catching the ball. Once you're once you're free, baby, you're free. I okay. want to make a game where like you have to think about like, Ooh, what's your pathing going to look like? And mm-hmm. the way that that is is by offense and defense can each create the zone, like the roadmap of what they're going to do. A little so bit just, of like tower so defense, just, but with the geography. So just regular ass football. <laughs> No, because again, like it's after the football, it's after the ball has been gained. It is where are they going to run? I want it to be more than just down the field. I want it to be left, right, under this thing, over this obstacle. I got, I'm going down to the 20, but then at the 20, there's a big border, border. So I have to run sideways down the football field, like 50 yards, okay. and then I can go up to the 10 again. Let me, you know what I mean? Me, like, I want to create me... a way that the players can decide what path the offense has to take as they run to the end zone. How, let me take, let me, let me, I want to build on what you're saying because at, because it just sounds like regular football right now, just like with the, what like a football couple... have you played where like obstacles jut up from the floor? I mean, like you're right. There's like no game where obstacles jut up from the floor, but like that. That's what grid ball like can a, be, baby. Well, a, a person can just represent that obstacle. What I'm thinking here is let me let me just throw you a little curveball here. So at the beginning of each down, you need to come up with your plan based on where the players are currently. So, you know, like there's no obstacles on the field. There's nothing like that. It's just people. And then once you've made your move and activate the down, obstacles then pop up at random places. So basically, you may have built this plan, but then once the down activates, an obstacle will suddenly appear that could appear in your path. And then you have to re- maybe there's like some sort of reaction element to be like so improvisation. The, so the obstacles are not created by the players. They are random. They are like, and it changes like it's an ever-changing field like between each down, but it only activates after you've made like your plan, like your little okay. hu- like at the between downs you do your huddle and you come up like, hey, this guy's gonna go here. We're gonna pain train this group of people here, and you're gonna go through that opening. But oh shit, there's something that like a stone pillar spawned in that same place. So now, uh, I get you would have to come up with some sort of maybe improvisation like mini game. Um, yeah, maybe it's like let's, a quick time let's put a pin in this and move mm-hmm. on. Okay, I, I'm not no, I'm not certain if we we can come at this from a similar angle. No, no, we know <laughs> it might just be you know. That we I, don't I think know creative differences will destroy grid ball uh, between <laughs> our lack of knowledge of football and our lack of knowledge of grid ball. I mean, to We're be just honest, move on. our, our, lack, our lack of me? knowledge has never stopped us before. You and I have just pain trained through. Yeah, games but I don't want to do a. I don't want to do a football crime on the big on the big game day. <laughs> on the game on the game day, I'm gonna commit a football crime. Nuh-uh. All right, all right. I got a game. This one comes to us on Twitter from Caleb All Day All Bay Martin. Is this Theus? God, I can't. Man, I gotta get good. Is Theus? Is Theus? Um, this, <laughs> you know, uh, AJ next weekend is a big, is going to be a big day next Sunday for a lot of, uh, it's, a lot of romance is going to be in the air and next we're not Sunday having is the any big of that. game too. The second it's big game day. <laughs> the second big game day. Uh, and we're having none of that. We're having none of that. And Caleb says, because we're plen- in a panty. <laughs> no, stop it. That's, it's such a weird way to say pandemic. That's no, <laughs> Oh, look, dog, it's been a year. I'm done with all of those syllables. God, I'm just, I, we need to shorten it. You know what I mean? It's time for I, slang just, to come I don't in. know, a fucking ademic, a fucking event. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just like, I you feel know, like if what? I were to, if I were to, wa- if I was walking down the street and pandemic. I just heard somebody Short say for pandemic. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 
<laughs> we call it an endemic for short. <laughs> Give me your game submission. <laughs> they are there are plenty. Oh god, by phone. There are plenty of dating games this Valentine's Day. You know what shouldn't be made? A breakup game. AJ, so what if we had to do a game? <laughs> Ain't this just Catherine? No, no, Cat well, Catherine isn't a breakup game. It's like it's trying it's trying to figure out It's a cheating game, not, you're right. Yeah, you, how to not get caught because you were cheating. And All right, keep, <laughs> let's let's keep going though. A breakup game. Continue. <laughs> so okay. So let's look at like if we're looking at Valentine's Day or dating games, all of those things. I know we talk about dating games on this on this podcast all the time, which is funny because I don't think you or I play that many dating games, right? I think I've just played Honey Pop, and that's about it. Yeah, I've not played a honey. I've not <laughs> played a dating game outside of my adventures with dating games in high school on Newgrounds.com. Wait, is Helltaker? Does Helltaker count as a dating game? No, that's a puzzle game. Okay, okay. So what I'm thinking is if we take all of those elements and kind of flip them on their head. So how do you gamify one, the opposite of a memory game, and also like uh, you're trying, are you, is it like a puzzler thing of like you're trying to break up with somebody and trying to make the best possible circumstances for that breakup of like, hey, this breakup's happening, but uh, you know, we're, or you're, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out a way that you can like, like do the breakup and then have it like you're trying to like cover your ass on it because obviously here's the thing about this character the main character of this game they're gonna be a piece of shit like they're gonna be really just not un they don't understand <laughs> that breaking I think up you could be a good person and break up with somebody but this is a game that should not be made so i'm wondering if it right, should be yeah. like this is a character that is being that is actually being an asshole let me pitch you on this one blake Rather mm -hmm. than have to create a character that's maybe like a, like, like, rather than try to create a setup in which our character can break up with many people, because like, you know what I mean? Like, we have a couple different setups we could do here. One, they're dating a bunch of people and they need to dump all but one of them. Mm -hmm. um, perhaps they just like have gotten all of these romances and you do one breakup and then you move on to the next breakup. What if we take a little page out of Taika Watiti's book? And do the Breaker Uppers. The Breaker Uppers? That was the name of the movie, correct? Let me let me fact check myself. The Breaker Uppers? What are you talking about? Oh my god, you're right. The Breaker Uppers. Uppers. The Breaker Uppers is a New Zealand romantic comedy film that was written, directed, and stars Madeline Sammy and... Why did I think this was a Taika film? Oh, executive produced by Taika Waititi. Directed by Madeline Sammy and Jackie Von Beck. It is about these two women that their whole job is breaking up with people for them. Oh. So I, I would say I want to break up with Blake Rea. And the Breaker Uppers oh, no. would show up. And they would say, hey, I regret to inform you, Blake Rea, that AJ has died a horrible death and will not be podcasting anymore. His voice is broken. <laughs> This feels like the exact opposite because you you've seen her right with Spike yes. Jones is her. It's like you know like his job is to write love letters to people and like it's in place of other people. This is like the exact opposite. It's like a little law firm where everybody is in charge of managing other people's breakups. Yeah. Okay. So here's what it is. I think this game would be like a visual novel with slight puzzle elements, like a um a Phoenix Wright game. I you have to figure out the perfect way Ace to Attorney, break up with it. them. Yes, you yeah. have to find the perfect yeah. way to get somebody to break up. You have to like do research. You have to investigate both of their lives. You need to find like the little things, right? Like, oh, oh no. yeah, um, these people have to break up oh, because no. uh, they want to live a life at sea. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. it. That's it. That's it. This person wants to drop everything and just go missing at sea. Uh, and like you, maybe one person comes up to you and they're like, "Hey, I want to break up with my uh, significant other." Blah blah blah. I plan on moving away to another country. And you're like, "I know the angle. I'm gonna tell their significant other that they are dead. The uh, the the person that's being dumped will never know because this person's leaving the country." So wait, real quick question, real quick question. If you want to throw some spice on this, is it that every case is about? helping the other person fake their death so it's like extreme breakup <laughs> so i'm wondering I have a very particular set of skills this one singular <laughs> skill is making people believe that you're dead because <laughs> i'm wondering because if you do it because you would have to figure out like 
how how would you make that believable? It's like Here's so you're hiding is. evidence. Your character you're... is a, your character is a member of uh, the secret secret service. What's it called when like you do crimes and like you're part of crimes and then you narc on them and then you need to disappear and relocate somewhere else under a false identity or a oh, new identity? Uh, what's it called? Um, witness protection. So you're a member of witness protection. Your job as witness protection is you're part of the erasing group. And you, when somebody goes into witness protection and they've been moved away somewhere else, your legal job is doing all the breaking up and destroying all the ties that they previously had. So your but whole that, job well, that's, is that's to examine the law case that you had, find <laughs> what evidence you have, and propose that evidence in a different way, specifically to the old people that they had ties with. <laughs> okay. You have to go to the gas station oh, and explain to the gas station clerk why they're local. J- mm. Jimmy Fa- Jimmy Nasty. I almost said Jimmy Fallon. Sure, why not? Jimmy Fallon's yeah, Jimmy part Fall- of the witness protection. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Jimmy you have Fallon's to go gonna to go the missing. gas station that Jimmy Fallon used to always go to because Jimmy Fallon got put in the witness protection program. You mm. need to find a believable reason why Jimmy Fallon would have broken up with the gas station clerk and tell them that. You need to make the complete erasure of a human being in all regards believable for the people that saw it happen. So, okay, so you're <laughs> so you're basically I don't know if witness protection is the good the bet cuz that's implying that the, there's somebody trying to hurt them and they're being protected. Um, the stakes, but that's why like you can't mess up. That's why you have to do good at making all these erasures happen, because like dramatically we have some like stakes. And again, this is gonna play like a what, what Phoenix Wright type game, like like. This is going to play like an Ace Attorney. Like, there's a core uh-huh. plot line that you're not, like, there's, like, a fail state, but it's like, oh, no, and then you restart the level or whatever. Well, you know what would be pretty cool, actually, is, like, the core story of this is, like, the first thing that's that jumps out at me is the core part of this game is is that your character, like, because the irony is, is, like, they ha- got broken up with, and it was an awful experience, So, but they're helping other people you know break up or whatever you find out that that character that broke up with you at the beginning of the game was under was a part of the same system that you do so like your breakup or like you think your partner died or something you find out your partner is still very much alive they just didn't want to fucking interact with you so they were put into witness protection and had to be erased i don't know if witness protection is the right answer here is like the why not it's very funny (laughs) is the thing could you imagine trying to explain to some to some gas station clerk why jimmy fallon will no longer be showing up anymore but they're not protecting them you're helping them break up because they're not an adult enough to break up with a person Hey, Blake, if you got put into witness protection, would you go out of your way to go talk to your significant other and be like, hey, Sally, um, so I'm going into witness protection. You can't tell anybody, though. No, it has to be so secretive and discreet. You need to break all of the ties that this person previously had in a way that feels believable. Yes, you will be breaking up with people's significant others for them, but that's because they couldn't do it the, themselves. They were put in witness protection. The, the concept of somebody... Wanting to break up with somebody, but so unwilling to Jimmy do Fallon so. Jimmy didn't want that, wait, to break on. up with them. <laughs> hold on, hold on. The concept of a person wanting to break up with somebody, but not knowing how to do so, and being so stressed about it that they would cut literally everybody else from their life to go into hiding so they don't have to do this adult thing is very funny. And that just like some of the, some of the, some of the, well, because that's what it is, right? It's like that, that kind of explain some of the people that you're going to be meeting it's like you're going to have like yeah i'm like this big businessman and uh i i i have i have this this person i'm dating that i don't i don't ever want to see them again i'm gonna leave my fortune 500 company i don't know what fortune 500 means but i know it's a big word um (laughs) okay 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 so you're proposing that we are a private company of erasers that will do this for anybody but the one thing is that we're we're a private company that specializes in witness protection like uh things but we're not doing it for people in witness protection we're doing it for randos that just want to be disappeared well no like specifically because they don't know how to break up with somebody like okay, that, so Jimmy yeah. Fallon is mm-hmm. decided that he wants to be erased rather than break but up how, with Jimmy. But Fallon's how do you erase Jimmy Fallon? Other. They're a TV superstar, so you got exactly. to do that. That's we what have the to whole level. <laughs>
live on air in front of all of the United States of America. It's like, how are we gonna, how are we gonna hide Jimmy Fallon from all of America? We're gonna kill. So what him does it play like? Live on like, air. Is it is it a visual novel then? I think it's a visual novel where it's like a lot of item puzzles. Um, yeah, like maybe okay. Grim Fandango would be kind of a good example where you have to like, of course, things, Grim Fandango, one of my mm. favorite games, Grim Fandango. I really like the deals that I got on the movie tickets when I beat that game. What are you talking about? Sick Fandango reference, AJ. Good job. Good job. Everyone <laughs> laughed. Everyone thought it was a super good Fandango, the ticket company. Or, hey, Blake, if I had oh, made that joke God. 11 and a half months ago, would that joke have hit? Or have we just, is Fandango out of the social consciousness because we don't never get to do things? I have things? never used Fandango. So I. Bullshit. I've bought multiple movie tickets for you through Fandango. Yeah, but that's you using Fandango, not me using <laughs> Fandango. What are you talking okay, well, about? Okay, well, okay, well. <laughs> How dare you not know not, Fandango when I bought you a Fandango ticket? of Fandango multiple times. <laughs> just assume now. I want you to go back. Every Every time you and I have seen a movie together and I covered the tickets for you, you can thank Fandango for that. Fandango, we're not sponsored by them, but goddamn, if y'all want some sponsors when we get back to the world, we're open. Hit us up. <laughs> well, actually, now that I think about it, I'm wondering if I've had to use Fandango for all like the weird movies. Like when, when our group went and saw uh, The Boy and the Beast. I'm wondering if I had to use Grim... If, I was about to say, I wonder if I had to use Grim Fandango. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna call Fandango now. I'm like, hey, I gotta buy my, I'm gonna buy my movie tickets on Grim Fandango. All right, all right, all right. Grim it... Fandango, Grim Fandango is what you or what you have to use when like you're ordering tickets for the movies that would be on like the Chiller Network. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> all right. If we, if this is our game, we call it Romance Fandango. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I got another game for you. All right, go ahead. <laughs> this comes Wait, from really Caleb quickly. All Day All Bay Martin. Really quickly. Tape. Yeah, really what? quickly. I just want to explain something. You know what Fandango means? A foolish no, what does or, it mean? A foolish or useless act or thing. Why did they name their, their company after that? Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> That's in the Oxford language definitions, a foolish or useless act or thing. I'll tell you why they named it that, because you can buy tickets online from AMC. Like, <laughs> it's called that because it's a Ponzi scheme, because I could just go to the AMC movie theater place and not, I buy and not it from deal a third like... party site for no goddamn reason other than all... I like the UI a lot more. I just well... like the tactile feel of Fandango more than the AMC theater website. So but I also, use wait it. a second, but also, like, you have to deal with fees. Like, every ticket comes with like a $3, $4 fee. And movie tickets in LA are already so expensive. Like why would you? What this is? This is this is strange. This is strange. All right, no, give me another game. This is, no, hold on. Did Fandango really just create a website and be like, we're about to make money off of people that are stupid idiots by creating this absolute <laughs> scheme of a right. third-party website that's just nicer to look at, and we're oh, gonna oh. get four bucks off of every movie ticket? Because this might be the smartest thing I've ever heard of. Oh wait, okay. I looked a little bit deeper. I looked a little bit deeper. And then and to also, just name it that right on the top. Just just like, just I'm gonna create a scheme website, and the name of it's gonna be useless dog shit you don't need. <laughs> I looked a little bit deeper. It also means two other things: tomfoolery and this definition, which I think is what they were going for: a lively Spanish dance for two people, typically accompanied by castanets or tambourine, which is what I think they were going for. But they were really walking a line there with like multiple other definitions, saying, "Yeah, this is this is this is pointless. This is pointless." No, no. Oh, no, I think do. I think we did just crack the code because again, like we can buy AMC <laughs> tickets online on AM. AMC has their own app. Yeah, I never they have their needed own subscription to use service. Fandango. <laughs> all right, all right, enough, enough. Let's go to the next submission. We're very, we're very like slippy slidey this week. This comes from Joe for laughing. Not oh god. Joe for low and uh, niggy diggy at 
Oh, come on. Your Twitter handle's not any easier. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Keep going. Zacharozik? <laughs> or what is it? What did they say? Zacharozik? Hatsune Miku is Jigsaw in this video game Saw reboot. The traps and challenges are all really specifically anime and Vocaloid theme. How's it going? <laughs> this is the Miku episode. It's here. Um, so I'm imagining, like, you know those, like, dance trial games with, like, arcades? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I want to do something like that, but it's Miku, and Miku's just like, you're going to sweat. You're going to absolutely break all of your bones now. Hello, I am Miku. Break all your bones. Like, so, <laughs> are you saying it's one of our, is this going to be more of like an arcade game where like, hey, uh, what's the name of that one game? I, I always see you play it whenever we go to that Japanese arcade where it's like there's the two like knobs and you have to like move them side to side, up, down. Ah, uh, yeah, the stuff. little knob game. I'll be honest. I don't know the name of it either. I just know it's a little like a. Uh rhythm game where you have a little knob and like you have a little dot that's going along this long beam and then mm. there will be little circles and the circle shows an arrow and so you have to flick the so, knob in that direction and it's just really so satisfying let me pitch you on this what if there was an arcade game because like i heard something wild i think it was from some per like i think it was a person in our friend group or something where they built up a debt to i believe it was genshin impact or something yes, like that? Yes, this was something I noticed earlier in the week. Somebody was buying third-party uh, video game currency and ended up with a debt to the video game game for 8,000 video game currencies, which equated mm. to about $150 that they owed a gotcha game because <laughs> they purchased third-party. So that's fucked up, and I'm wondering if you could try and do some sort of system like that but in arcade. Not necessarily digitally. So let's look at Dick An Jigsaw. arcade gotcha game? Well, no, no, no. Stick with, stick, stick with me. Stick with me. What if there was some sort of rhythm game? Because, like, the big thing about the Saw movies is, or Jigsaw, is that they're trapped. Like, they have to solve this thing before they can leave. So what I'm thinking is, is, hey, you want to play Dance Dance Revolution, but you got to lock your hands into something. And until you beat this game, you can't leave that rigging. So like, hey, you want to play? You want to play that rhythm game? Guess what? Your wrists got to get locked down, so you can, <laughs> so you can end up building up a debt to the game that you have to keep playing until, uh, so you can leave the game. But maybe there's like some high stakes reward to it or something, right? Like, so these are you're the game, telling this me is that the game you go in to play the Hatsune Miku Dance Dance Revolution, and Miku <clears throat> says, "Hello, please put your hands in the handcuff," and you handcuff yourself to the bar that's all on all the DDR machines. And then yes. Miku's like, okay, mm, I think Dance that you for need your to life. get, I think that you need to get 500 perfects before you can leave. And you're like, oh mm -hmm. God. Uh -huh, and then Miku's uh -huh. like, okay, enjoy Dance Dance Revolution's remix of Through the Fire and Flames. And, like, <laughs> and Miku simply will not let you leave until you get, until you meet Miku's horrible curse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Miku's nasty challenge. So, and here's the fucked up part, AJ. You can accrue a debt in that game. So if you fuck up real bad, like your debt, your goal starts to go up. So it'd be like, hey, you needed 500 perfects. Well, every, for every fail you get, it goes up by maybe two. So like every one fail equals two more successes that you need to get. So like that one, that one step back or like two steps, uh, one step forward, but two steps back kind of thing. Um, and here's the thing though, AJ, every time like a retry still costs money. Like, how are you going to go get more money if you're trapped to this machine? Like, you then you got to do that awkward conversation. Like, then we can maybe come up with an app. So it'll be like, hey, every time uh, you run out of cash on this game, guess what? We'll just automatically put some more money in it for you. So it's we're just going to make it nice and convenient so you don't have to leave this machine. And maybe you can't leave this machine, but we're going to make it really nice and easy for you. So You know I'm what I love about this uh, situation we've created also? Mm, but we're going to make a lot of money. Uh, we're going to make so much money by keeping people held hostage by Hatsune Miku and her cool jams. What I also <laughs> love, though, is the fact of, like, you know, every time we create something evil and we do our our job of being evil and creating evil devices for evil tent, uh, purposes, we, mm -hmm. of course, create maybe a service by playing the villain, we create the service of creating heroes. I think about that a lot whenever we create a thing that shouldn't be made. I think about, mm -hmm. like, you know, all problems have an answer. And, like, just think about all the good we've created and could create in the world. Might I propose to you the dancing hero? 
another great hero. thing that we will create by proxy if we create this horrible Miku creation. What do you mean? We create a hero? we create a game where Miku is keeping people kidnapped. That is what this mm-hmm. is. Miku is holding these people hostage oh. until they finish Miku's dancing challenges. But oh mm-hmm. man, help me! Help! I make out a tweet. Please help! I've been trapped on the Miku machine in Sepulveda Boulevard for three hours, and I send that tweet out. Oh, Another three shit. hours show up, and what's this? Mm-hmm. Somebody that was on um, So You Think You Can Dance Season 4 or something shows in. He walks in through the doors. He says, hey, sit up on the bar. I'm about to break you out of this thing. (laughs) And I have somebody swoop in and just absolutely kill it on that little dance machine. Show Miku what's up. And then Miku's like, congrats, you are set free. And then I look at this incredible dancer. They look at me. I understand that they've just saved my life. I owe them a life debt. They say I claim the the right of surprise. We stop talking to each other for 10 years. I have a child. It's magic. The dancer comes back, claims my child as their own. They go on a fantastic adventure. <laughs> I like the idea that this isn't just like a there are dance heroes in the world. I like that it's just one specific person just go traveling <laughs> the world and showing up when you when you when you need them. Miku's arch nemesis. <laughs> and they just show up like with the biggest the biggest most belt and buckle ridden parachute pants you can think of. <laughs> And they just like they just so show there's up. So this the- dancing real life JRPG guy <laughs> that we know will be created when we give Miku the ability to do evil. Think of their social media though. Like they they show up like tripod with like the little phone holder in hand. They're like, hey, I'm, hey, I'm here at uh, at uh, one up in uh, Southwest Los Angeles, and I'm gonna I'm gonna save this person here. And you just like see a person in the background with like just tears running down their face. Like I can't get away from this machine. But he's like still like <laughs> vlogger bro about it. Like that what's up, everybody? Fucking... It looks like this person's accrued a debt of uh, two thousand perfects. <laughs> that should be about four tracks for a good old me. Dude, their streaming game would be fucking insane. Actually, now that oh, I think God, about it, the streams. Yeah. <laughs> And that, like, anyway, we... yeah, we're going to create an absolute hero by creating this machine in which Miku is trying to kidnap people and steal their money. But see, this is how... Okay, the, why would a person play a game like this if they know that that's the risk? For this the same has reason to be people the... go to those stupid no. haunted houses where they're like, come no, no, check no, no, out no. our haunted house. We stab no, 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 you no, no, in no, the no. dick. Well, okay, but you get, you get a guaranteed experience out of this. I feel that this needs to be kind of like gambling, where it's like... Hey, this is the highest this is the highest paying game ever. Like there are people who can like it has to be so good people can make a fucking living doing this. That's why our dance hero can travel the fucking country saving people's because this career he can afford a living off of it. It has to be that good. Or, it, or he, not necessarily so you it pays out make, real not money. Only, not only is Miku a horrible dance jigsaw. Miku mm. is also a loan shark. Uh huh. Well, it's also, but it's all like, and it's a all casino arcade. owner. <laughs> no, it's arcade tickets. So she's like a loan shark for fucking imaginary money, which is even <laughs> funnier to me. Right, right, right. Well, that, that's how we <laughs> circumnavigate the law. Yeah. And now I'm picturing our dance hero guy where he's just like, he doesn't really make, he doesn't make any real money back. He just makes tickets. And he's just like, he just subsists off of all of the things that exist at a prize counter. So it'll be like, hey, like, he'll, hey, I only eat like those Tootsie Roll pops that you get for 25 tickets. Like, that's all I subsist on. That's why I'm so high energy all the time because all I eat is candy. And there are those occasional, like, uh, there are those occasional arcades that let you buy actual actual food with your tickets which i think there's is like so the much that i don't thing. know about our like prophesized dance hero but there's something i'm obsessed with about the idea of like <laughs> he's this person that is like leaning against one of those like uh ticket muncher machines you know the ones that go like as they slurp yeah, yeah, up all yeah, the yeah. tickets yeah, and he's just like kicking yeah. back leaning against one of those machines headphones in listening to Miko tracks of course to uh, memorize the tempo as the little machine just chomp 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 they're just belted out like mm, this (laughs) prophesized hero is incredible I hope they don't actually ever exist of course of course I don't want this person to exist we're evil (laughs) but this is a little bit like you know that scene in Hades where Hades was talking to the fates and the fates were like check this out if you do this this dope kid's gonna show up and kill you yeah 
Cinematic parallels is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so this incredible belted dancing Miku defeater will mm-hmm. exist if and when we create our cool Miku ticket gambling jigsaw saw scheme. <laughs> our just our person's locked up at the machine, and then you just see you just hear a puff of smoke behind them, and it's just the dance king with oh, just does that dance you, king can't no, with those candy cigarettes. You know the ones where it's just the bubblegum <laughs> stick? <laughs> He's like, yes. You look like you got yourself in a pickle, and then he just eats the cigarette. <laughs> I think the Dance Rapper. King would also have three sunglasses, for the record. One on his head, one on <laughs> his eyes, and one in a pocket, just like dangling there. He has one, and he has a backwards cap. He just and wears, a backwards cap, of course. He, he wears those parachute pants and just a net t-shirt. Like a net, like long sleeve T-shirt. <laughs> I take it back. Actually, no sunglasses. One pair of sunglasses on the back of his backwards hat, flipped upside down. Like you know how uh, people wear it. Like I don't. Yeah. I've never seen it really. Like I've never seen it and thought, oh, dope. But this guy would wear that. Yeah. Oh, Dance King, please don't he's show just, up and just stop our just, incredible Miku skit. He's just a fucking, like, cryptid at this point. He just shows up when you're in your dire most need. (laughs) He shows up when Miku is doing great evil. I'm going to also propose, this is another important part of our prophecy. Dance King does not care about you. Dance King is not on his way to save you. Dance King does not give a crap about human life. Here's the things that Dance King cares about. Defeating Miku. Yeah, that's his art. My arch nemesis, Miku Hatsune. That's, that's the end of the list. Dance King is not out for the greater good. Dance uh, King is uh, on some sort of horrible revenge and, quest. And they expect to be paid. Like, all of the tickets that they made back, they're like, hey, I keep all the tickets. Like, I know you were in debt, and I know you, you put all your money in this machine, but I keep everything I just won. And yeah, if you do not give Dance King the tickets, he will slash through your tires. <laughs> he takes again. Dance AJ, King does AJ, not care about his, the greater good. On his on the on uh, on the, I don't know if you ever did this as a kid, but you know, like uh, uh, belt loops for pants. Remember those plastic katanas you could get at arcades? He just has one of those in one of his belt loops at all times. <laughs> And that's what he uses to slash people's tires. He just draw. He just pulls it out from his back and just slashes a tire with it. And before anybody says, oh, that's not possible, it would be for Dance King because he's so good at dancing. He's so fit and charged with sugary sweets from the arcade machines. <laughs> I was thinking it's more along the lines of, uh, remember the guy from Bob Psycho who also has a toy katana, but his yeah, but he uses is psychic so powers good. to make his sword super sharp. <laughs> That's I think that dance. We have no reason to believe that Dance King has magic powers. God, I hope he doesn't. <laughs> because... <laughs> I mean. He doesn't, <laughs> there's so much, like, how does he pay to get around? Does he use his ticket? Does he, does he have a, like, a guy he goes to? to I don't know, and I don't care. Cash? Honestly, Blake, honestly, Blake, <laughs> if, between you and me, I hope he doesn't. I hope he can't get around, because if he does, he's going to kind of ruin our whole business model. Our, our whole business model is reliant on the fact that there is one singular dance king, because he can't save everybody. I know he doesn't want to, because, again, his only thing is the, the vengeance against Miku. Well, how did Miku wrong him? Like that's what I'm so. That's what I'm so. No, like, it's the thrill of the fight, dude. I, it's the thrill I, of the fight. <laughs> again, I don't know. I don't know Dance King. I, I here's what I know about Dance King: incredibly good dancer, hates Miku, very good style. That's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have reason to suspect. <laughs> we have reason to suspect that he only eats sugary sweets. I don't know how he gets where he goes. I don't know his story. I don't know his life. He's just a guy. I can I can only like brain cannon a human being so much. You know what I mean? But this is a real person. I think this is where our prophecy stops. Like you know what uh-huh. I mean? It's just Otherwise, the never-ending battle between the biggest parachute pants and the biggest Vogeloid of all time. <laughs> the biggest parachute sleeves. <laughs> you know what it could be too. That like every uh, place he shows up to, he dances. He actually breaks the machine. So I'm wondering if that's like his thing of every oh, time he shows he up somewhere, be slowly he dances, destroying our Tatsune Miku machine. That maybe that's what his goal is: is like to go around the world, like he can, and you can only like I guess maybe 
Oh, maybe that doesn't make sense because, like, he wants the fight to keep going, right? So he lives for the thrill. He lives for, like, the tickets. He lives for... He lives for the thrill of it. I think he just hates Miku. Maybe he just hates that color. I don't know him. (laughs) He just hates her her turquoise hair. Here's what what I do know. Miku's going to make us so rich. Miku's going to get us so much money off of this scam. You know what I mean? Like, again, there's only one Dance King. There's no way he can defeat all of our Do you think if we invited Dance King to a, like, a launch party, he would show up? Or would he like ghost us? Is he too cool for us? Only for if kid- he knows that we are not tied directly to Miku. Uh, <laughs> we receive a beautifully handwritten letter that just says, you affiliate yourself with Matsune Miku. I do not want to be around you. Exactly. <laughs> and, he just, and he signs it. The fucking Honestly, dance if, king. If, if, if dance king finds <laughs> out that we're in cahoots with Hatsune Miku, I have no idea what he would do to us. His signature is made with the up, down, left, right, and arrows from Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> fucking like, love right, dance it's time king, for our dude. nug. Okay. All right. What do you feel is our nug, brother? I think it's either our Hatsune Miku dance game. Or, um, or something. <laughs> no, it has right. to be our Hatsune Miku dance game. <laughs> yeah, we, we literally spent the last 20 minutes talking about it, haven't we? Well, I think it's important. We spent the last, we spent five minutes talking about our Hatsune Miku dance game, and then we spent 15 minutes setting up the prophecy for the fabled dance king that will defeat us. But again... Very explicit. I don't think it's going to come to that. There's only uh, one uh, of them. It's one guy. How could he possibly destroy all of our Hatsune Miku machines? Our power is without bound. We'll be the emperors of the universe. Blah, blah, blah. Just some stupid mm-hmm. guy. Whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, God. You know what he could do, too? Because like, I'm Nothing. He's if... just a guy. Stop celebrating the Dance King that's going to try to, just He's try to so destroy our Hatsune funny. Miku machines. He's so good. You know, you know why I think we love him so much? I know why we love him so much. Because he's basically Drift King from the video game high school. He just shows up and is for the I don't love him, the for the record. No, you can love him all you want. I don't. I want nothing to do with Dance King. He's trying to destroy our Hatsune Miku machines. You know what? You know what he does, though? After he wins and after he frees you... Because this game runs off of, like, you know, like most arcades do, you have, like, actual, like, credit cards that you swipe now. He takes Mm -hmm. your card for that game. So he's basically just, he shows up, wins the game, earns a bunch of points for your card, and then fucking takes your card so you can't play anymore. And also Also, now has... (laughs) Also, this prophesized person smells really bad and I hate you. Stop breaking our stuff. He smells like, he smells like leftover uh, bowling, uh bowling concession food nachos like that yeah really he smells bad, like leftover that... nachos and really really old like and mountain dew mountain dew <laughs> yeah I, these i never change these pants they're my lucky pants like uh and you get and, 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 and he has like bad breath too and um and uh well and um and he yeah and uh, yeah. um Keep it, keep keep it going, man. You're really, and you're really brazzing him, dude. Get and it. And he, and he's got swamp butt, and um. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he does not wear deodorant. He's like any, he's like a, he's like a lot of those. He goes to cons all the time and doesn't wear deodorant. Well, that and makes you know sense. What, so he, long as no, we're. He, <laughs> He does go to cons because there are a lot at anime at Anime Expo, like our big anim, local anime convention. Um, they have an arcade system there. They have the section <laughs> where you can play the arcade game. So he shows up there and is con- like, that's his biggest day of the year, dude. Is he shows up there because that game becomes like free to play, so people are constantly getting trapped. So he has to be like, I'm gonna I'm gonna show up here and I'm gonna make some money. That's the biggest day of his. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's always doing he plays this game so he can save up for anime i know it's Expo. his biggest day of the year and i keep on telling you blake ray that you need to stop sending five <laughs> machines to the, every convention because he's gonna show up and beat their butts all the time but you keep doing it i think you really like this guy i think you like to see how powerful and strong he is hey man i'm saying every game company needs a mascot and dance king might be it dude no miku's our miku is our stop miku is our mascot hey, miku's hey, the one hey, making us money. hey i look at it this way no the fans always love the villain more who are you going to tell me you love more cloud strife we are the or, villain or like i need you to align everybody yourself, likes Sephiroth we're the more. villain we're the ones stealing the money 
I mean, yeah, but like, so <laughs> we're trying to market something here, AJ. We gotta have, we gotta have somebody we can get behind. He's gonna become like a, Dance King is become gonna become the face of the company, and I'm okay with that. No, it's Rico. Dance King's not gonna make us money. He's just here to destroy the world. At least we're here to get rich. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. We've created a monster, and I'm still frightened of it. And I think you're starting to celebrate it, and I think you need to think about what that's going to do to our bottom line, bud. <laughs> okay, two things. Two things we got to figure out. I don't think there's going to be any boss fights from the Discord this week because I just don't know how we would apply that to a dancing game. So I think we're gonna. We're gonna yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, we're gonna pass some boss fight. But what are we gonna call it? Is it just Dance King? Dance, Dance, Dance King. Why no, would no, we no. name the game after the prophesized person built to destroy it? This is Miku's because game. That, Miku that's who is you the wanna... one luring people in. Miku is the one that is going... Blake, Dance King is a prophesized human being that will come into existence <laughs> after our game is out there in the world, stealing money, stealing, destroying bank accounts, and getting us rich as hell. And then eventually the prophesized person of Dance King, the super stinky, smelly person who dances mm -hmm. real good admittedly and can do incredible things with a fake plastic katana they will come mm -hmm. into existence after this game exists we can't market it as okay, that okay. you know what i mean like you know what i mean like the the imperials of star wars weren't like oh and we're gonna call ourselves the, the luke skywalker fan club naming ourselves after the guy that's gonna show up and kick our butts real bad come on <laughs> okay okay so Looking at the name, you're right, you're right. So the, one of the big games for Hatsune Miku, like a game comes out pretty much every single year, is Hatsune, Hatsune Miku Project Diva. So I'm wondering if we can take something like that where it's Hatsune Miku uh, Beat Mania or Hatsune Miku uh, 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 Dance Dance Deluxe or something. Is it actually, no, Dance Dance Deluxe is a game already now that I think about it. Uh, Dance Dance Deluxe. Oh, no, I guess it isn't. So we could do something like that. Might I suggest Hatsune Miku Project Payout? Pro project Entrapment. <laughs> Entrapment's a little bit... On the nose? Rough. Yeah. Uh, okay, Project... Uh, okay, what was, your, what was your idea again? Project Payout. Project Payout. Okay, I like it. That's good. It's, Hatsune there we go. Miku's Project Payout. Yeah. Hell yeah. That'll be fun. Dude, that, it's going to be such a fun game, you know what I mean? Because it's going to have like so many good Hatsune Miku bops on it, you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. going to have some bangers in there. We're going to get a little bit of Len and Ren in there, too. Um, mm -hmm. We're going to get all sorts of good jams in here. It's going to be Vocaloid Center. Is there a way to get her voice? Because now that I'm thinking about it, we got to make a trailer for this, bro. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's like a program or something, but I think like, it probably costs money. Yeah. It Are we about it to do a spiritual successor Hatsune Miku collab? It costs $300 to get that vocal aid program. That's it? Oh. Hold on, wait. $300 and we could have Hatsune Miku as a co-host? I, hold <laughs> Okay, I, the, the first thing I pulled up, Vocaloid 5. Uh, okay, wait, no, we can't get her voice specifically. We can get the software that they got the voice actress, that they put the voice actresses, like, uh, yeah, the the, the program. In. It is it yeah. is what Miku is. Miku is a program. Well, no, no, no. Like Miku Hatsune is based off of a real person's voice. It's it's yes. just not that voice singing it. So they took that person's voice saying like all the different syllables and all that shit, and then they run it into this system. Um, you can buy that system, but you can't buy her voice. Yeah, how much does that system cost then? Uh, that's like a three hundred dollars system for vocal. So five. again, three hundred dollars, and we could have Hatsune Miku as a co-host. <laughs> but you can't you can't but you're not listening like you you can have a vocaloid but you have to like it it has its own voice actor inputs you don't have miku's voice actor input but it's the same voice no there's different vocaloids dude i don't want other vocaloids i want miku <laughs> how about this buddy i'll look into it for you and we'll see if we can get Atsuna and miku <laughs> to get to guest star <laughs> to guest star in our thing <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll do it just for you, buddy. I'll look. I'll find the Hatsune Miku for you. All right. Okay. Thank you to, so much. Let's go to fucking patch notes. <laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome to patch notes. AJ, we are really close to something big here, and I want 
actually let me try this again because I don't I, I did not do that well hey everybody and welcome to patch notes we got some cool news we are five dollars away from reaching our merch patreon goal on patreon AJ Holy what happens crap. When, five what bucks ha yeah what happens when we make those final five bucks when we get those final five bucks pledged to us on our Patreon, we're going to be able to open up a merch store. What, what? So that what kind of shit are we going to have on that merch store? Sh merch, shirts, a couple really, other shirts. Really, really fucking hyping it up there, man. <laughs> well, okay. If I'm, How's it going, AJ Hart? You know how I do. I keep it real around these parts. Um, Blake's been the one that actually has touched the digital storefront more often. So here's what I believe we'll be able to offer. Um, and I'm going to list them out, and Blake's going to kind of verify right. what we can and cannot offer. Uh, shirts right. with a bla black shirts with white text. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Gray shirts with logo. orange text. Yeah, that's our logo, yeah. Race car stencils. What? Can, just a yes or no, Blake. I didn't hear what you said. I can't say race yes car or no. Stencil. Ra race car stencils. Stencils to go race. on a race car. Race car stencils? Ooh, I would love that. Is it like a big race car stencil? Is it, is it doable on the shop? I don't know, man. I, for right, okay. <laughs> Just say no then. Just say no. Don't overpromise, baby. <laughs> stickers. No, Could we do that later on? I would love to do stickers. Yes, that's totally possible. Could we do some long sleeves? Some long sleeve? Yeah, fuck yeah, we could do some long sleeve. You see what I mean? The world is our oyster once we get this shop up and running, yeah. except for the race car stickers. That one, I had to wrestle Blake for an answer, but we can't do those ones yet. <laughs> so, if, just a couple more dollars. Once we hit that benchmark on our Patreon, we'll be able to open up that shop, and we'll probably continue to try to add to that as time goes on. But it's something mm -hmm. that we've never really touched before, and we're excited to play around with it once it's a real option for us. And again, this is only going to be an option so early in our lifespan because all of the money that you guys give us from our Patreon is all funneled directly back into this IP. It's either put towards our hosting, it's put towards ads, or it's going to be put towards this shop. Hey, and thank you everybody that has donated to our Patreon so far. Uh, we're really, really grateful. Um, it has been super helpful with helping us grow and, you know, access new audiences and it's just, and our Discord's fucking cool. Like I check in with our Discord every day because it's just, there's fun conversations that go on there. So that's been just fun for me personally. So it's a great Discord. It is such a fun place to be in. I've learned all sorts of new things. There's so many good game recommendations in there. And you and I it get rules. called out pretty regularly on that Discord for the mistakes we make on this podcast, which I've never I'm made sure a mistake maybe... on this podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> AJ, we had an opening bit talking about football when you and I don't watch football. Yeah, but like no one can no one no one can say that that wasn't a bit. You know what I mean? Like who, they don't know me. I played high school and I played football in high school. You know, that would be so funny if in real life you and I turned out to be just two, like, 200 IQ just... Y'all think I play boys. video games? This is a bit, yo. <laughs> like, I've never touched a game in my life. <laughs> when I'm done with this, I'm going to go work out for three more hours and drink a protein shake with drink extra a, drink a four loco, Drink a four loco and just fucking just sue. <laughs> Actually, no, my four protein locos shakes aren't really are elegant. four loco and whey protein. <laughs> Ew, that would be disgusting, actually. <laughs> you just All don't right. get it, because you're like, a, you guys, like, in real life, you're like a Renaissance art so, classical so, person. Sounds like, like somebody, like, this whole, this whole cool grunge Metallica, like, fucking <laughs> Carpenter Brute, Dance with the Dead aesthetic that you put on on the internet. All fakey fake. We all know that you're like a huge Renaissance man. You're a big, uh, uh. You're yeah, like a big Re Re um, neighbor Renaissance artist, AJ. Oh, shit, Gun to your head. <laughs> oh, you're like a big. Um... No, don't worry. This is a bit. AJ's just acting here. He totally knows. He's just doing a bit. He's got to maintain <laughs> the illusion. You're like a big Beethoven head. Yeah, I knew that right off the top. I was. It was... The delay was for the gag. It didn't take. It didn't take me that long to think of Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> real quick, AJ, what's, what's Beethoven's intro, first name? What, what's real quick? What's Beethoven's first name, boyo? I know that. Uh, fuck you. Anyway, our, our intro and outro song. Hey, speaking of classical artists, can we talk about how Mozart has like one of the coolest names ever? Wolfgang? Are you yeah, kidding me? It's a pretty fucking cool name. I'm I'm going to name a kid Wolfgang. 
Do you think if Wolfgang Mozart was an artist today, he would do the thing that Gucci Gang did? We're like, so Wolfgang, stupid. Wolfgang, Wait, Wolfgang, isn't Wolfgang, it, Wolfgang. Isn't it? Was it not Wolfgang Mozart? No, Wolfgang Mozart sounds wrong, dog. Wolfgang, Wolfgang Mozart sounds so bad. No, no, you're right. It's Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, dude. You're you you got it. You're you're fine. Why does okay? Can you hit me with this? How come Wolfgang Mozart sounds so wrong and Amadeus Mozart sounds so right? Can you help me out with that? I believe it's the I I don't know much about like how language and resonance works, but because it's I think it's conflicting letters. Um, I believe it's one of it's there's this phenomenon where like names work better when the first name begins with an earlier letter in the alphabet while your last name is a later letter in the alphabet. So that's why you have things like uh, when, you know, you and I are talking uh, about or pitching ourselves to uh, uh, to um, uh, actually, we're not a good example because it's Blake and AJ. Yeah, AJ. I always use your name first. I can't take that kind of yeah. heat, dude. Yeah, when I drop the names, like... I'm like, I'll go with him first. If well, you hate was... this name, it's his first. I can't take that <laughs> well, heat. Uh... Uh-uh. <laughs> well, I think it's like I think there's like this weird like uh, phenomenon where it's like a lot of things tend to be like people like the f- like earlier letters before later letters or something. Oh yeah, Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Skimpy. Uh, yeah, there's also Rhett and Link. I didn't really. Oh think wait, this no, through. Ren and St- sorry Q R S. Sorry, Ren and Stimpy does follow that rule. Ret and Link. It's doesn't, a bit. Though. It's a bit. AJ's right. putting on a bit. It's a bit. It's a bit. I didn't fuck that up. <laughs> hey, we need to we need to close the show before the bit fades away. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening, everybody. Our intro and outro song is "Cheap Shot" by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I have been your host AJ Hart, and I have been your other host Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.